mm-hmm. I'm very energetic. I'm going to try to go with the flow, but I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm very turned up, my brother. Nah, man, I'm feeling time. great. Yeah, we're going to have a fun time today. Audio's great. Check, check, check. No fading and transitions when we both talk. Nah. Sounding good. You know? We, we are good. Yeah, we're going to have some uh-huh. constructive talk. You know? Yeah. All good. Make sure my camera. All right, camera's looking good. Got my screen set up. Let me see the chat so we can see what's going on in the chat. Hmm, it's all good in the chat. Everything's looking good. Let's see all my beautiful people in the chat. What's up, Weenie? We got Brick in the building. What's up, Brick? With the um, gift and a sub to my man. Oh, Dade. Dade, yeah, where's Dade from? Dade's from Lucky, uh, Lucky Community. Shout out to Lucky Community. I think I think he's one of the mods of uh he might be one of the mods or admins in Lucky City if I'm correct. Cool. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong if you're in chat, Dade. Yeah, let's get started, man. <clears throat> well, get sure. Started. Yeah, we got the camera. Oh. Hello, okay. hello, hello, and welcome to episode 148 of the Super Weapon Podcast, most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy Darius Artist, and as always, my co-host DC here with me today. Yo, what's good, everybody? Bridge Builder, Wall Destroyer, DC is in the building, baby, and we got a lot to talk about today, so we're going to try to proficiently cover a few topics that we didn't slapped up here on the blackboard, you feel me? It's going to be interesting today, man. Um... Yeah, we definitely, this is, like I said, this is my favorite time of the year. We always have so much fun and entertaining news, I'm going to say. Whether it's whether you like it or not, it's all entertainment for me. And um, before we do jump in, man, I want to just, uh, you know, uh, do a little house cleaning here, man. First of all, I just want to say everyone's been showing, like, a lot of great support around here lately, man. And I appreciate, you know, our community and all you guys who hang out while we record this live. Um, if you guys are audio listeners, we record this live every Saturday. Um, but I also just wanted to make sure you guys know that we have a YouTube channel that we're trying to grow here, man. We're close to 20 subscribers. I think we're only one off as a matter of fact, uh, for the super weapon podcast, um, or super weapon media YouTube channel. I want you guys to make sure you check that stuff out because we upload the podcast there. Um, it's, it's going to be Fridays at noon is what we're going to try to stick to. Um, so you guys can watch the episode if you missed it from the previous week. You also have the Wednesday audio version that drops, um, as well on all your major podcasts. Services, excuse me. Um, Ooh, also, that was a mouthful. That was a lot. That was yeah, a lot. Sorry, man. I just, you know, I've been trying to get this stuff out. Um, but I want to hear from you guys as well, man. We want to hear from you guys at Super Weapon. Um, if you guys want to write us a QA question on Twitter, if you're a part of our Discord, please put it in the Super Weapon chat. You can also email us at superweaponpie at yahoo.com, man. I want to start hearing from the community. Any kind of questions you guys might have from us, you know, if you have something for DC, if you have something for me, thoughts on games, movies anything at all man i would just love to hear from people um and we can and you know i would love to read them out on to the podcast in the beginning so that'd be fun to do man so please 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 make sure you guys are interacting liking comments subscribing man i just had to get all that stuff out of the way because i appreciate everything you guys are doing and like i said we thrive off of interaction yes man and things have been growing around here and i just want to say shout out to everybody again appreciate you but man i just said a mouthful i'm sorry that was, I know that was a lot of word vomit, guys. I tried to get through it as quick as Go ahead, take a sip of water. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, definitely got 
some interesting stuff to talk about, man. I think the most important thing that we're going to cover today is, is Xbox and Redfall. Mm. You know, um, take a little bit of drink of water there. Yeah, go ahead. So, Slow down, yeah. my brother. You got it. Yeah, so this past week, you know, Redfall comes out in a couple of weeks, man. This is a game that I, I don't know about you, but I've been, like, super excited about. Um, you know, it's just something new to play. I think the previews and stuff of the game have been pretty good and pretty decent. Um, but we got we got word from uh, Arcane Studios that the game's going to be launching in 30 frames per second on console, man. On the Series X, no less. So this is a current-gen game. This isn't going to be like on Xbox One. It's really on, you know, the new series consoles and PC. And I was just like, man, the, the internet really just kind of deservedly so i think really just kind of let xbox and and the brand kind of you know how they know how they feel about it i mean this is something i think this is a pretty big deal especially once again considering the game comes out in a couple weeks man i mean there's just really like a lot to unpack here but i i I first wanted to hear like kind of what you thought like how you kind of feel about this man as somebody who has the series x you know, I, I would love to hear your perspective because I don't have one. I'm mainly a PC gamer myself, but I still think this kind of stinks. So I, I really do want to hear what you got to say. Do you really <laughs> want to hear from me? <laughs> he has a big smile on his face. Xbox, <laughs> Xbox, listen to me. I'm going to try to have some decorum here and be controlled. But we can be honest. And... We can be honest. Hey, man, I'm, I'm fed up, man. Call me Turncoat Tommy, bro. I'm going to show you what I did. <laughs> and I want you, Xbox, you did this. All right, hold on. Give me a second here. Oh man, DC's been. He I is did this. hurt by this. I did this. Wow. This you made me do this. For those of you who don't see what's happening here, DC is hugging a PS5 right now. My goodness. I did this. Stop the presses. DC. We're has... gonna sit this right here. And he's wearing blue, by the way, to make this I'm... even more hilarious. <laughs> We're gonna sit this right here. Oh. Yes. I've deflected. Nice, man. Turncoat Tommy is in the building. Your boy went and copped the PlayStation 5. Nice. And I'm going to play it. It's the God of War edition, so I'll be jumping into that. And, yeah, man. You know, I got a Series X, but I would have to turn my camera around so you can see it. But just know that it's there. Being a big, fat paperweight right now, so to speak. But in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I was, when I saw that on my timeline, I was immediately attacked. Immediately. I've been fighting a good fight for so long. You wonder where these gray hairs come from? It's because of Xbox. I'm just going to be honest with you. Okay. (laughs) Seeing Redfall, seeing that announcement, first of all, you know, when anything drop on social media, if you're smart, you're going to double check the facts, right? You're going to start doing your own research and making sure right. that what you see, because I know the official site dropped this, but the fact that anybody can pay for a check mark now means you got to be double diligent in what you're seeing. That's very true. And so I saw it and I was like, even though I knew it dropped from the official, um, the official Twitter, I still couldn't believe it. So I had to pretty much, you know, do my diligence and make sure everything was copacetic because, you know, we want to be on point with what we're talking about. And once I did the research, dude, I was like 30, 
like, first of all, that's a hard sell with any type of game, but specifically um, FPS type games or shooters and a game that, and like we talked about it, the, the way that like Redfall looks, it seems like it's going to be kind of like fast paced, right? Seems like it's going to be that fast paced, yeah. fast action type shooter. And I wonder how choppy that's going to look in 30 frames per second. And then they try to soften the blow with, like, well, we'll have an upgrade to 60 frames per second. God knows when. Yeah, See, that's my it, problem. Oh. That's my problem. Because we don't know when we're getting that. They can, What if the game don't really do what they wanted to do? And then they're like, well, why would we waste, waste resources if this game's not moving? Like, so many thoughts are in my head about this game. And this was supposed to be uh, another, you know, uptick or a hit or whatever it was something that xbox needed right it was something that they needed so it's just like man what are y'all doing over there like what is going on because it's like it's miss after miss after miss and then it's just like me personally i'm just to the point where i'm tired of hearing about game pass as well i still think it's a good deal but what is the point of having game pass if you got all these studios and you really are dependent on deals to go through or you dependent on getting these games from other places. Like, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm blown away, man. They made me buy a PlayStation. I wasn't <laughs> going to get one of these into maybe like next year. Sure. Or like, because I figured like Spider-Man would have been on sale by then. Like, I had no intentions at all of buying a PlayStation 5 this soon. So... That's powerful. Here we are. Like, here we are. It's going to just sit here. It's going to, we're just going to leave it here the whole episode. It, it it has a space on the couch, you know, just put it right there. I think, I think what just the thing that kind of gets me about the entire, this, you know, I, I, I can only assume that at some point within the last month, they probably realized that they weren't going to be able to get it to run at 60 frames on the series X. Right. And I'm kind of of two minds about it. Like, from a brand standpoint, I think Xbox does this really great job of building up momentum and then they step on a rake. You know, they it, it's almost like they're like ice skating <laughs> uphill, right? Like they make a little bit of progress right, and then they slide right. back down. And I'm sick of it. I'm honestly, I'm sick of it, man. Because yeah. how much grace have we given them? We have, man. And they, you know, they we've been here, you know, we've been hearing it time and time again. Hey, we're going to have these games. We're going to have these games. And while they have done a good job, at the beginning of this year, I think Xbox, just like all the other companies, have these flaws and make these missteps about them. But I'm of the mind that Xbox can't afford the same sort of missteps because Sony and Nintendo have built up pretty strong brands. I mean, we had the release of the Legend of Zelda trailer this week. Every, the internet went crazy. Internet exploded. Literally lost their minds. Then, mm -hmm. you, then you also had the state of play, this the Final Fantasy 16 state of play. The game looks beautiful. It runs. It looks like it runs at sixty or more. And for as anti-consumer as I think Sony is, I'll say it out loud. I do. I think they're very anti-consumer. They make really, really good finished products for the most part. You know, minus the <laughs> the Last of Us One PC remake. We're not gonna talk about that. But <laughs> usually they have like this quality bar, and right. I feel like a lot of times. Xbox has grown so much so fast that I feel like there wasn't these quality checks 
you know, while they were doing this. Yeah, we'll give you guys more money and resources, but you have, I mean, you have stuff like this. And I think this sucks for people who own people like yourself or people who don't have access to PC gaming that who have to play on the Xbox that this is going to suck for them. I mean, I'm, I'm always going to be a big proponent of frames over fidelity, like a hundred, a hundred percent, 10 out of 10 times. Like the game to me is going to functionally not play as well as it should because of this limitation on Xbox. And I wonder what that's going to do for just the community as a whole, because the game, ha I mean, we've talked about live service games before, man. Like they only have like a certain window when they release to capture mm -hmm. the community they're trying to capture and either it's going to work or it's not. And I mean, you know, Destiny's still out here pulling all time peaks on their player base. They're pretty much the only one doing it out here. And it's just consistently. It's, yeah, consistently. And it's just worrying to me because it's just like you said, man, we've, you know, I, I don't want to say we've made excuses for Xbox, but we've, we've given them a lot of goodwill based off of the stuff that Phil Spencer has done. I, I, I'll say that at least for myself. I feel like I've given him a lot of goodwill. But this just really doesn't instill a lot of confidence in me when it comes to their first party studios. I mean, and I'm gonna ask you a question, and I I, I, I already know the answer for myself. But I am a Sony pony. Yes, you, it's true. No, no, no. Do you think if Starfield comes out at 30 frames per second on Xbox, is is that? A, do you feel like that's a commercial failure on their part? Let me tell you something. If that if that if they say anything about 30 frames per second. For Starfall, Starfield, Starfield. I'm mixing up the games. I'm confused. No. <laughs> Starfield. I'm telling you, I'm, boy, boy. It's gonna be a lot of cussing. Look, I've already turned cold, so it don't matter anymore. But <laughs> for them to, if that game, that's like, you know how much pressure this puts on that game. Especially if Redfall comes out and it's not a commercial success. That's what I'm saying. And, and All this... the chips are going to lie on this one game. And if that if they start talking about delays or, oh, well, it's 30 frames per second, but later on this year on, on, on the PC version is 60. So it's going to bring up that age-old question of why the hell would anybody buy a Series X at this point? You could just play on PC, get a PC and a PlayStation at this point. And that's what I was getting at right there, right? Like, I feel like we're at this point in next gen or the current gen generation of consoles that we should really start to see these innovations, you know? And I feel like, and I'll say it once again, I feel like we, we've gotten that innovation from Sony. The haptic feedback on the controller is nothing like I've ever, anything I've ever played with, like, that controller mm -hmm. might might be my favorite controller as it stands over any of the Xbox controllers for that reason alone. And then you just look at what games like Ratchet and Clank have done, what games like Final Fantasy 16 are gonna do. Like just the, the ability to take advantage of the hardware is unlike anything I've ever seen from any other first party studios. I mean, yeah, the Activision Blizzard deal might go through, but so what? I I, I don't think that It'll push Xbox into the number one place of revenue, sure. But will they still have that brand? They still have to that, create content. Yeah, that goodwill for the community. Like, I don't think so. I think Sony's still going to hold that for the foreseeable future. I mean, once again, we don't know what they're dropping out this year. You know, Spider Man's going to be a banger. When it drops. That's all, honestly, let's be honest. 2023 is Spider Man. 
That's all they need. Let's be freaking honest. Game of, game of the year contender just off the strength of the name. Like, they, and, and they strategically placed their – um, they did this on purpose because last year it was God of War. They they have these these central pieces that they know yeah. will knock it out of the frame. They know that people are going to clamor to this. They're going to run to this. They're going to buy it. And it's like, why would we re- why would we release Spider Man and God of War the same year? That's we're we're canceling yeah. ourselves. So let's spread the butter. Xbox ain't doing nothing. We're just going to kick them to the ground. And we we got these games because who's to say, you know, once Spider Man that time start closing in, right? Well, if they just drop a bomb on us, new Uncharted or Last well, of Us Three, I, I mean, or, we, you know, Naughty Dog is still supposed to release that multiplayer game this year, that that uh, Last of Us Two spinoff game. And the, from what I understand, the first one was super popular, so you still could have that. And I mean, there's rumors that Spider Man could drop in September, same month as Starfield. And once again, if you hear that Starfield is 30 frames on console, that's all people are gonna be talking about. And you got Spider-Man. No, 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 no. You got Spider-Man swinging through the city. At 60 Crispy. frames. Buttery Crispy frames. Swinging. No load times. Like, and shout out to Who Wee. you think? What? You know, shout out to Weenie and Chat, man. Like, he said the GameCube was able to hit 60 frames on some games. Like, I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like there's some sort of, like, I don't want to say issue, but there's just, they, once again, they're doing really great. Build up all this really good momentum. Step on a rake. That's the funniest term I've ever heard of. <laughs> they just immediately step on a rake, and I just. It's frustrating. It's it really, is. really frustrating because this morning, it's probably a good thing that we didn't pod at our usual time because I woke up on 85. Like, I woke up this whole week. i just been stewing on this shit because soon as it was, like, announced on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> BZ, all of them was like, uh-oh. <laughs> it was like, uh oh, here come DC. Uh oh, he's gonna be pissed. Yeah, I was pissed on Twitter. I was like, this gotta be a joke, right? I mean, rightfully this gotta so, be a man. joke. I think it's rightfully so. I mean, like I said, there's there's only so much goodwill that they can continue to buy. I mean, at some point, the we once again we have to know what these studios are are working on. I mean, we talked about it a couple of episodes ago, maybe maybe like a month or two ago. Like, we don't know what anything's besides Suicide Squad, which we're going to talk about later, we don't know what's coming out next year for anything. There really aren't any, like, solid release dates for 2024. And let's oh. say we only get Starfield this year and maybe, maybe Hellblade 2. What's past that? What are these other studios working on, and are they going to hit the quality bar? Because if not, it's, you guys are going to keep being the, the laughing stock of the industry. You know what they call Like, they're calling you the Xbox... <laughs> What is it? What? Oh, I saw the meme. What was it? I forgot. It'll come back to me. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's man. It's just like you becoming known for the 30 frames per second system and all these other stuff. And I'm like, y'all not giving anyone anything. Nobody cares like, about 4K. Nobody cares about it. No, not at all. Not in and gaming anyway. I you have these pieces, though. Like you said, like that is the perfect analogy of like them sprinting and then just hitting themselves in the face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you had like the, the the little secret drop of what, what what's the name of that game that came out? Just came out the the oh the, high the, five rush is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you had Atomic Heart yeah, hit man, game pass. Yeah. Um, yeah, you had some good like 
little stepping stones to get you in the right direction. And then it's just like, and I feel like they just try to slide that in there. Am I the only one who felt like they try to slide that 30 frames per second shit in there real quick? Yeah, I think it was like late in the day, like. Like nobody you know. wasn't going to see it. <laughs> yeah, shout out to BZ and chat. Yes, DC is awake now, man. He is he is alive and, in, and recharged. But mm -hmm. I just. It's going to be tough for them. It's going to be it's going to be hard, man. It's gonna be hard for them to kind of come back from this. I know, I know. In the grand scheme of things, when the game comes out, people aren't gonna be talking about it as much. But hey, BZ, I I joined you, brother. Turn coat. Turn coat. Yeah, oh, yeah DC has a he's a PlayStation guy now. I'm a PlayStation guy now. Once again, I'm, for those of you I'm, guys who I'm are a PlayStation guy listening now. to the audio version, DC has a PlayStation Five, yes. God of War yeah. edition. Very nice. So, um. Yeah, man, we'll just see how the game runs. I'm curious to see how it's gonna run on PC, um, just be especially because of what something that BG just mentioned. I hope not, man. Um, this game can't stumble out of the gate. It doesn't. It's not gonna have room to. I mean, you have Jedi Fallen Survivor at the end of the, at, at the end of April. That game's gonna be huge. Star Wars games from Respawn are always huge. Then you have Zelda right after Redfall launches, and I think it's like May the May the don't get me lying here, chat, but Zelda comes out sometime like in the middle of May. That's going to shut the internet off. You know, every, everything, everyone's going to be talking about Zelda. Um, so the game, I don't think it's, it's going to be able to afford to stumble. May, May, May 12th. So you have 10 days until Zelda comes out after Redfall. And so. Oh, my God. Oh, that game's about to get forget. It's going to get flattened. I think it's going to get flattened. It's going to get if crushed. It, if, it, if it comes out slow, if it comes out buggy, if it comes out not fun people don't like to play it you know in game all that good in game stuff. issues like redfall is going to struggle and like this ain't the year for it man and i once again like xbox they 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 were doing great but you know here we are stepping on rakes man like once again just getting smacked in the face and i just want to address my homie weenie in the chat hey man i've come to a real hard conclusion that i don't play disc games anymore I, I sat there in the store and debated on which one I wanted for a long time. And I, I I was like, why am I kidding myself? I can't even remember the last time I bought a disc for a game. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good to still preserve disc. I know a lot of people are fighting pretty hard about that, too. Mm -hmm. um, and I respect that because some people yeah. like they had those like really nice um, game rooms or they stream rooms and they have like the right. library of games uh shout out to uh dave the homie dave over at a corrupted data podcast he has his uh office set up like that where he got like all his playstation games it looks pretty dope but it ain't me I i'm not gonna have any i remember uh, when we went games. to um gosh I, just to get off topic i remember we went to gdc and i talked to some of the guys i forget the 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 li there's a there's a library there's these guys that run a library that preserve games like they keep them in like kind of like a museum library type thing um because you know i mean a lot of people have been talking about games getting delisted lately and it's been like a hot button topic like if you purchase something you should still have access to it right and i i do agree with that so mm -hmm. it, i just wanted to bring that little tidbit because i didn't know you know you Man. don't really hear about a lot of that kind of stuff so well um, xbox like you know it's crazy because if you look in your xbox library there's so many games in my library that I own from like 
so long ago. Right. <laughs> like, I completely forgot about that because they added that feature on the dashboard now where you can go, like, to your library. Even when you delete games, like, it'll show you every game you've purchased since, like, that's pretty the, cool. Um, Xbox, um, the one and all that. It don't go back to 360 unless you like repurchased it through the Xbox Xbox One. But it will show yeah. everything. I was looking at stuff. I was like, oh shit. Like I have so many Call of Duties in there. Like it's crazy. Um, Advanced Warfare, all those ones that were forgotten. Yeah. Not Did boost you to ever... the ground, but ass to outer space Call of Duties. Like, yeah. Did you do the uh the Xbox the 3D tour that they had a couple of months ago? Where you could kind of walk around your own library of like achievements, games that you've played the most. See, of. but they do stuff like that, and that's cool or whatever, right? That's cool, but you need that core content. Like they always doing stuff like here and there yeah. on the side, yeah. but it's like when it comes down to it, man, all that's cute, but people want to play games at the end of the day. You need heavy hitting good, games. Good that's games. just the industry. Good working sixty frames per second game. Yeah, that comes out with, come out with the least bugs as possible. Like, like I said, we've always given games like God of War its praise for the way that it comes out, and you don't really hear about problems. Like they drop it, and it's yeah. just it does what it does. And I, I don't know if that's because it's like on the technical side. I don't know if it's because it's a single player type game, and there's not too many moving no, components I, they have to deal with. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even make that excuse, man. It's just like I said, like I think there's just like a quality bar that that Sony's first party studios just I don't know, you know, how they bottled all that magic and you know, but they really like know how to work with the hardware that they're given. Um and I I mean I that's why I said look at all, look at all the first party PlayStation 5 games we've gotten so far. They they in some way take advantage of either the haptic feedback or the super fast um SSD within it. And like I said my favorite thing was playing was uh Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. That game was incredible. Like Make next gen games next gen. I yeah. just wanted to read that from BZ. Yeah. I agree with them 100% man and yo did you hear the rumor about them? Oh, I think you sent it to me. Them using the uh, Ratchet and Clank uh, rift in time kind of concept split yeah. screen thing yeah. concept with spider-man because they were essentially yeah be, and that, a lot of people think that you know ooh, we can talk about spider-man rumors a lot of people think that spider-man 2 is going to have something going on with uh the spider-verse which makes sense because there's a spider-verse movie coming out this year and sony they're they're really masterful in my opinion of like marketing stuff and interconnecting things so that would actually be really cool to see some sort of like you know, I don't know. Maybe like at the end of the game, I don't know. Cause like, I, I think that I don't think Venom is the main villain of Spider-Man Two. I think he's just one of them. Spider-Man always has this gallery or cadre of of interesting people. So we'll see. That'd be cool yeah. though. That would be really really cool. You see how excited we are to talk about PlayStation first party. <laughs> see, I was just about to say that. <laughs> we 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 give the flowers where the flowers need I love to be it, man. given. All right. You know what? I'm the turncoat Tommy is in the building. The PlayStation is in the building. Right, the mood entirely we shifted, in right? Beasy? Like we yeah. sounded so excited and I'm excited for Spider-Man. I don't know about you guys, but And I, yeah, I I'm, I'm definitely ready for my my ascension into the PlayStation rim. Welcome me with open arms, it's brothers. Like, it's like flying Delta is what I like to say. 
Yeah, BZ, like, I mean, BZ is right, man. I just want to harp on that. Like, you have to give people a reason, man. Like, I got this big ass, this thing, I use this thing to heat up my office now. Like, I turn on my Xbox and just let the bitch breathe. Like, I need something to do on it. And then I got, like, so I got, like, most people, well, I'm not going to say most, but, like, I, I game on PC, too. So, you know, you're in here, and Lord forbids if I get a Switch, because that might be next. So, you got to, like, step it up, man. Like, it's crazy. I just, I'm just, I'm literally, I may not show it, but it, deep inside, I am flabbergasted, goddammit. Yeah. I just don't, I'm, because you don't understand, because y'all think I'm looking at the camera, but my camera sits on top of my Xbox. I'm looking at my Xbox and disappointment is what I'm doing. Oh no. You're like you're like the son that I have to put on punishment. Now you gotta go to there. your room. You know what? And this is like baby girl, you know, when baby girl born and did like your other kid don't get that much love and he's kinda jealous. This like the baby girl right now. Yeah, that's you, Xbox. That's you. I'm talking to you. Hey Phil, come here, man. What's going on, man? Well, they can't know, say man. I just... they can't say we never show love to the big box, man. You know, I, I think I, I agree with BZ. I, I think I'm just gonna keep playing their first party games on PC. I mean, when Redfall comes out, I'm gonna be very honest about how I feel about the game. I'm gonna play it. It's not gonna be 30 frames on PC, which is unfortunate once again for console only people. So if you were planning on playing this on PC, uh, hopefully the frame rate, you know, you'll have all those typical graphics options um, that you won't have on Series X. <laughs> Hey, and keep playing yeah. with me. So. Look, and keep playing with me. I'll throw a raffle for this damn thing. Yeah. I still got the box. We'll do a raffle. We'll get that thing away on stream. <laughs> do something, Xbox. You know that meme where he's poking it with a stick oh, and he's like, on, do, do something. something? Yeah, just like a cat. That's me right now. Do something, damn it. I'm dying. I, you know what? I just got tired of dying. Then, yo, blue satire. Just sitting there lurking. He's like, yeah, I knew you was going to have something to say about this. You're goddamn right I do. Because I'm tired of it, man. It's disappointing, man. I'm tired of it. But we'll I, I've had enough of talking about it. We, we can talk about something Yeah, else. I was going to say, I think I think it's best to just, just move on past Xbox at this point, man. Um, Warner Brothers, though, finally have, you know, Warner Brothers and Rocksteady, they finally come through and announced their Suicide Squad delay. And it's a pretty... I think it's significant amount of time, you know, b with it being a nine month delay, it's not supposed to come out to February of 2024. Mm -hmm. um, allegedly, they said this decision had nothing to do with the stony state of play showcase from about a month ago that everyone hated. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely disagree with that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, man, this this wasn't a big surprise for me. I, you know, I'm curious to hear what, you know, your thoughts on this. Like, I, I don't really think much is going to change in nine months for a AAA game that they've been working on for eight years. Um, but yeah, what do you think they could do, you know, because people hated the microtransaction stuff. People, they're going to drop all that and then like, they're going to slowly leak it back into the game. We've seen this before a thousand times. They're going to switch it out. They're going to make a less aggressive Ooh. transactional system. They're going to do the old rigor Monroe. We've seen this playbook a thousand times, man. They're just going to slowly drip feed uh, monetization yes, back in. <laughs> yes, sir. You know it. You know it. BZ know it. We all know it, right? It's just so sad to me, man. Like, I, I can't, I just can't yeah. wrap my head around 
how? Hey, can somebody ban BZ in chat, oh, please? Oh, yeah, because of what he said, yeah. I, I just don't, I don't understand how the studio goes from making the Batman Arkham series. You don't release anything since 2015. And this is where we're sitting at, man. Like, it's just... I don't. I, I agree. Like, I don't. I don't think much is gonna change about the game. If anything, I, I mean, you can't really change the characters too much. There's not gonna be a lot of. You know, everybody shoots with guns. That's all I'm gonna keep going back to. That's the only thing I think of when I remember the trailer. Everyone has a gun in the game. None of them are unique. That is so stupid. Like you, King Shark. I'm tired of being nice. That's stupid. Should be, he should be a brawler. You know, he he should be running he around people. tearing people apart. Nah, let's just give him a let's give him an AR fifteen that he can barely hold with his four fingers. <laughs> like it's, it's stupid. I'm tired of being uh, nice. It's time to tell the truth. Mind, it, it's it, the direction y'all took that is beyond me. Now I know this is my theory. This is my theory of what I think happened. They said, "Hey guys, we created this awesome series of Batman games that everyone loves. Now imagine this. Hear me out." What if we can somehow monetize off their love of our games? What if we throw in some janky ass loot boxes? And since they have so much good faith in us, maybe, just maybe they'll fall for the okie doke. No, we're not. No, I don't like that shit. Fix it. That's I don't even I mean. think this guy, you know what? Do you think it really can be fixed? I mean, like, I don't think. I don't. When when you say fixed, right? I don't I don't think the game will change fundamentally. Yeah, that's what I mean. Cause I, like I know you harped on that, saying that like yeah, we'll probably get less aggressive monetization, maybe some visual changes of the game itself. Like, but as far as maybe like, like cutscenes or something like that, or no, nah, I mean I think the game looks good. Like from a vi- like when I say when I say visual changes, for me the game all kind of the background and everything kind of blended in. It all looked kind of muddy. But in the cutscenes, okay. everything looked really great. Kind of like um, Injustice, you know, Injustice has like really great character models and just like everything looks nice. But I think we'll probably get a little bit of that. But outside of like you talking like core systems of the game, like the loop mechanics and everything, I don't think much of if anything of that is going to change. I mean, you look at you look at how long it takes Destiny and I and I hate to keep going back to it. But, you know, with this being a live service game, too, I mean, you look at how long it takes Destiny to make changes you know because they have to test everything out of course and you know they want to make sure they don't break the game as they're building it you know building the plane as you're flying as they say that's all live service games are to me but i don't really see much changing in nine months man i mean sorry i'm and it it just it upsets me because i really want this game to be good i do am i gonna play it when it comes out next year probably because february is usually pretty light for games and mm-hmm. I think that's probably pretty smarter than to put it there because we don't know what's coming next year. You know, there could be some heavy hitters from Sony next year. Maybe we'll get, once again, you know, Hellblade might, might get that ready next year. But, you know, I think they were smart to get this game away from everything that was coming out. I mean, this game would have got crushed too between Street Fighter and Diablo at that point. So it's it's good that they delayed it, but we'll see, man. Just like BZ said, you can't. You, no, I'll say it, man. You can't polish a no, piece of I, poop. I'm not gonna be mean because you know it's people working on this stuff, man. It's humans behind it. I, I, I always try to keep that at the forefront of my mind, but see, I but let me let me distinguish that real quick because I understand what you're saying, right? I don't think part of the I don't think is really them. It's because 
it's so much that goes on behind the scenes. I'm yeah. sure, like those guys, no one sets out to make a piece of shit. Okay, no yeah. one, nobody, nobody sits there and wastes their time and say, "I'm going to create the, the shittiest game I've ever made." I feel like those guys had a lot of ideas and a lot of great things, but due to crunch and it's so many other factors, and due to, and I deal with this at my job, like you want to create something, but with the time constraints and yo, we have to have this done by this. We have to have this out. We have to meet this, this quarterly. We have to do this, this, and that the artist himself, which is the developer and what we're talking about, they kind of get lost in that sauce of trying to create something so great. Cause I trust me, I really know how it feels to have this grand idea being a graphic designer having like this grand idea and it kind of get chipped away at because of various different things such as time constraints and things like that. Like I'm sure that's the case in a lot of these games being created, especially depending on who, who the publisher is, you know, that's why you saw that a really aggressive um, microtransaction because I'm pretty sure they was like, Hey, you know, Oh, that's a cool King Shark. Oh, I like his combo system. Blah, blah, blah. But um, what if he had a gun? What kind of skins are we going to put on him? <laughs> yeah. What can we sell? What can we sell off a of King Shark? Because at the end of the day, it's a business, and it's always that power struggle between creativity and monetization. And that's what, you know, these guys deal with a lot in the industry, and... I feel they pain a little bit. I feel the developers when it comes to that. So granted, I don't want to shit on them. It's just that the state of the way these games are coming out has really, really, really been rubbing me the, the wrong way. So hopefully they can kind of like start course correcting this shit, man. Like a lot of indie games are coming out as well that I've been keeping my eye on. And they, they're really bringing the essence of gaming back. But right now, like with the AAA studios and stuff, it's a little rough, man. They have that, that power struggle that kind of kicking them in the ass, I feel like. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. I got a theory. I got a theory about that. I, my theory is 2015 wraps up. They drop, you know, Batman, Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. They were like, hey, Warner Brothers, we got a great idea for a Superman game. Single player Superman game. We're gonna work on it for probably a year, maybe. They probably had a little time to concept and everything. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers sees the success of things like Destiny, Warframe, um, Fortnite, all these live service games, GTA Online, and they're like, "Hey, stop what you're doing, throw all of that away, and let's mm-hmm. let's make this a live service." I, that's really what I think. I think Warner Brothers really wanted to, just like much of the industry, capture that that genie in the bottle when when live service games were really like popular a lot of you know i mean they still kind of are um but they they wanted to capture that initial wave man and i just just like we talked about rainfall you can't you can't come stumbling out of the gate especially when you have large years like this in the game industry so many big titles coming out looking for everybody's attention like next couple of weeks things are going to be dropping pretty rapidly um, including indie games. So I don't know, man. Like I said, I'll, I'll still check it out when it comes out. 
Yeah, it's um, that line. It's definitely that line that I want people to understand because I feel that shit. Like when you create something great, but it's like, well, that's cool, but you kind of spent a little too much time on that. We would yeah. rather you do this and produce all of this at this kind of quality and speed, even though it looks like crap, than to spend all this time on this. Like, so, you yeah. know. It's unfortunate, man. I mean, yeah. hopefully they made the best decision for the team and everybody involved and they make the game that they set out to make because otherwise, you know, it could get buried under whatever comes out next year. So, Say no to King Shark with a gun, okay? Oh, man, what if he had no. a gun? We don't like that. Don't do it. Just give him a gun. Just give him Harley Quinn's gun. Because that, You know what that says to me? <laughs> you know what that says to me? And I'm sorry, developers, but I got to say it. It feels rushed. It feel like y'all was rushing to meet a date and you was like, you know what? Instead of creating move sets for each individual person and stuff, it'll be easier if we just give them all guns. Bullets shoot all the same. Yeah. Like, you know, it's shoot, 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 shoot. Like, that makes for boring combat and it also doesn't set the characters apart, which in turn is going to create like, oh, who's your favorite character? Oh, it's King Shark because he, you know, like, Why? Because he got a gun, Harley has a gun, everybody has a gun. What? What? They shoot different. They get different power ups. I don't understand where they're going with this. But anywho, yeah, just need to see more, man. We'll we'll de- we'll definitely take a look at it. I just I don't know, I don't know. Our final story of the day, though, man. Um, I thought this would be pretty interesting to talk about because usually when there's these big shifts in the industry, I think it's important to kind of bring this stuff up because. You know, you just have so much changing in the gaming industry, esports industry right now. And um, we had another, there was another um, gaming org that Venture, let me say this, Venture Capital Backed Gaming Org that closed uh, CLG Gaming, shuttered its doors and basically fired everyone. Um, and it seemed like it was pretty sudden. Uh, they're, they're, the, they're, you know, they joined quite a few other other orgs that are either dropping out of esports or you know they're they're doing layoffs it's just it seems like it's a pretty hard time out here especially for creators who were a part of these orgs that were probably being paid a salary or some sort of you know they were receiving some sort of monetary value brand value from being with these companies and these organizations and it seems like it's getting kind of scary out here man um i I don't know man like you know I, i think we're at a really interesting point where money is starting to become a little bit more comfortable to talk about because years ago in content creation, no streamer, no content creator really like to talk about how much they make. But I think it's good that people are being more open about, you know, just the state of the industry itself, because it seems like a lot of investors are pulling out from the esports, and um, a lot of people are kind of scared, man. Like, I don't know if you, if you still watch like any esports, I do. I, I'm still pretty involved in a few um, mm-hmm. that I watch. And it just seems like, it's a combination of like overinflated player salaries and the the game developers themselves not really wanting to pay the teams for the teams that are in their leagues, like help them monetize through brand activations or anything like that. But I don't know, man. Esports seem like it's on a little bit of a bubble, man. I don't, you know, what do you, what do you kind of think about that? Like, you know, like I said, I'm not sure like how involved you have been in esports, but I always think it's interesting to just talk about it every once in a while. I'm going to be completely honest here. I watch a lot of stuff, but as far as the news, like I watch the things that you send me, but as far as like the news on the back end, on the business side of things, yeah, 
it's a little like murky for me but i i will say this i feel like it's just part of where we at as a as a country just in the world like just how the economy and everything is i feel like a lot of people are bracing themselves so to speak right because all the companies doing it my job both of my jobs are doing it pretty sure your job is doing it like there's massive layoffs like across the board you know people are crunching numbers and yeah you know shout out to the people who you know have to you know go through this maintain recover bounce back and all that stuff all the people because i know people personally who've been laid off and things of that nature so with that being said, I don't think esports any different. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's just going through a um it's going through a rough patch. Unfortunately, when esports started growing and hitting peak numbers and stuff, unfortunately, the world took a shit on itself, so to speak. You know, we had to start, you know, COVID was a big blow. And we got a lot of stuff that's going on in the world now. So, I mean, just long story short, man, I feel like it's going to bounce back. It's going through something right now that the world yeah. is going through. But once it recovers, I think they'll have a clear... Because think about it. This would be like, honestly, esports first time dealing with recession potential. You know what I'm saying? Other companies weathered this already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The company I work for, you know, talked to the CEO. He's like, you know, this is not my first rodeo. I kind of know what to do so we won't have massive layoffs, this, that, and the third. Think about it. This is like kind of almost like esports' first thing to deal with, major thing to deal with. And I think they're going to bounce back and they'll be all right. They'll 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 learn. They'll learn from this. It's going to be slow. Or it's sad because I've seen a lot of um, organizations fold. Yeah. That's, I never want to see that because at the end of the day, that was somebody with a dream. You know what I'm saying? And I'm never shitting on anyone's dream, but to see something like that happen is 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 sad. It's like, damn, you know, That's I've watched cool. people build up their stuff, you know, build up their their esports league from the ground up and then it has to decease. So hopefully, man, it bounces back with a vengeance. Everyone who's dealing with something like being laid off or whatever the case may be, you know, hopefully they find other ways to create amazing content and bounce back and be able to provide for their families you know yeah man and i think you hit the nail on the head too man with the esports industry being so young i don't think there's really been like a recession or like anything like that that has ever really hit esports before and Mm -hmm. i'll say one one org org that i think is doing a really good job of i mean even though they did have layoffs is like 100 thieves like they're the only orgs that I see investing in things like custom keyboard companies. Um, you know, they have their hundred hundred thieves merch that mm-hmm. seems to sell out. Which like, does well. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Well. Um, has been like somebody who I follow throughout the years. And he's like incredibly smart when it comes to just like monetizing his business and running that org. And I kind of agree with a lot of people because I've seen a lot of people say like you know, you have, and I laugh when I say this, but Moist Esports from uh, Moist Critical. You know, all these creator-run gaming orgs. Yeah, that's the name of his uh, his esports organization, Moist Esports. <laughs> I'm not making that up. <laughs> Moist Esports, okay. Yeah, but it seems like they're 
doing pretty all right. And I think you're going to see a rise in this, man. Like, I, I don't know, like, with, with all this talk about money with Twitch and Kick, I think you're starting to really see a, a shift in the power dynamics for content creators. Like, you know, I, I, th I think it'll eventually get to the point where you'll have this solid foundation for not just esports but content creators to really, like, earn a livable wage, like a consistent wage. Um, but until then, I mean, a lot of the bigger companies have pulled out, a lot of brands have pulled out. Honestly, I think this is the time for Street Fighter and the FGC, the fighting game community, to take over again because I see a lot of events going back to, like, grassroots, a lot of smaller, mm -hmm. more concentrated events, uh, local-type events. And I, I, I think the way... Oh, go ahead. No, you're good, man. You go right ahead. Oh, no, I was saying, I think the way that Capcom, uh, Capcom is approaching this uh, with the smaller grassroots community, I could even see them, like, investing in a few things. They, we spoke about this earlier. It seemed like Capcom is doing, they're pulling, like, they're pulling out all the stops, man. Like, you yeah. got Lil Wayne hosting the their event, you know, what is it, next week, I believe? Yeah, it's, uh, I was going to say August, April 20th. Um, they are they are going man i'm yeah. telling you it seemed like you know this is course correction from five then and it's like we want to give you everything like we want yeah. we need this game to go hard and it's, they also and i mean they announced the capcom pro tour i think the prize pool is a million dollars for the first time ever so and that's what i mean like you need the developers of these games to support the esports side of their games like Nintendo is incredibly heinous for that, for not wanting to support Smash Brothers, and that's why Smash Brothers isn't as big as it could could have been. I think. Um, I just it's it's a tough it's a tough problem to solve, man. Because you know something that somebody said that kind of makes sense a lot to me. To me, when you think of esports, right? What do you, what is the first like genre you typically think of? Probably like FPS, right? Typically. Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. I was gonna say fighting games, but that's kind of a cop out because I no, feel like I'm only saying not, that. It's not. No, it's I feel like I was only saying that because it was the like we were just talking about it though. No, that's but why. but that's my point though, right? Everyone's probably gonna have like a different idea of what esports they like to follow, whether that be like League of Legends, whether you get mm -hmm. you know FPS like Call of Duty, Overwatch, or fighting games. But there's such a broad spectrum, and I think it's hard to kind of. Like, how do you grow the industry as a whole where you only have these certain pocket communities that only really interact right. with each other? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, So you think they should, like, do more of a concentration on kind of, like, merging these events or doing some kind of, like, cross, you know, kind of cross-play type deal where, I don't know, like, you have fighters yeah. and shooters. and Because I know one thing, we talked about this a couple of episodes ago like definitely the olympics really kind of dropped the ball with that they did they did man and and it's just like uh dark star says even happening in uh fgc in the fgc right now you have a lot of orgs that are that are backing out of not just uh the fgc but algs the the uh apex league and it's it's just unfortunate to see because i don't think personally if we, it, i don't think we're ever going to get like the stadium full of people you know, Call of Duty grand final match in our lifetime. I don't think we're going to see that. But I think for for esports to continue and for people to 
if people want to continue to grow the industry that they're a part of, they got to start. I, I think content is really the answer, man. Like really putting out content and building up that brand awareness for your, your org or for yourself. Because mm-hmm. if you're trying to bring in people outside of the industry, these non-endemic brands back in, they're going to be like, well, you know, what do you guys do? Who are you guys? You know, how do you make money? Those are probably going to be the first three questions that, that most investors will ask. And mm-hmm. I mean, the pandemic really inflated a lot of numbers on just like you said, it inflated so much like in terms of numbers for everybody who was making content because everyone was at home. And so I guess there was like that gold rush every, you know, oh man, we got to get into esports, got to invest money and everything just kind of fell flat in the space. I don't know. It's, it's really sad to see though. Um, I hope that all the people who were affected by layoffs over the last couple of months land on their feet, man. Cause I can't imagine, mm-hmm. you know, how, how tough that is right now especially with the way the job market is. But I just I just wanted to talk about it. Like I said, I was pretty interested in it because I don't think enough people are having this conversation around like not just money. Maybe we could do but, something about that. Yeah. Maybe maybe we could you know what? Um shout out to shout out to ATO Darkstar in the chat. Me, you, the gang over there. We could, we could put fighting. I feel like we can put it back on the map. I'm po- I'm pe- positive. I was about to say pessimistic. What the <laughs> positive, hell? Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm positive. I'm yeah. positive that we can have a, a impact on that. I'm about making changes in this space that I love. So we can do what we got to do to contribute some positivity into the space, man. Yeah. Like I am excited for um, Street Fighter Six. I'm yeah. going to dedicate a lot of time to actually learning the game learning the basics. I already told you I'm more than likely I'm going to be using a controller. So um, Nothing wrong with that. my next step in the uh, hyperbolic time chamber, you know, I'm going to need some more um, what I could do to start preparing. But we'll talk offline about that. Yeah. A shout out to the uh, FGC, man. We rock with y'all. You know, I watch a lot of stuff. I am a big admirer of all you guys big and small because i love fighting games i'm trash at them but i love the technical aspect of it i I love it i truly me in my heart i really think that shit is a sport like it is yeah yeah, man i don't care what nobody say um it's like interactive chess like you're just waiting for someone to slip it's it's dope as shit there's nothing like the fgc man when it comes to passion like i think the storylines the people i think it's the most interesting esport it's just in my humble opinion i that's just me um, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, I, I think that's a good place to wrap it up, man. Uh, for sure. Close, close to I'll an hour it. in. Thank you guys for hanging out today and, and, and being, being great, man. Once again, I just wanted to remind you all to please check out the super weapon YouTube channel and please send us Q and A's, man. Ask us questions, make comments on things we ch- talked about. If you guys hate an opinion that I have, please let me know right into us, whether that's on discord on Twitter or on uh or email us at superweaponpod at yahoo.com. All that stuff will be down in the description box of this yeah, episode. Yeah, I got something to say. Yeah. And yeah. I gotta and I gotta give one more shout out, man. Shout Dude. out to my guy DC, man. This guy's been streaming playing uh uh RP GTA online, man. Make sure you guys check out his Twitch, man. He's been having a good time. This guy was uh up all night streaming, which is just it 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 makes me happy to see that he's having fun. That that's the thing that makes me eight happy, hours, man. baby eight strong hours make sure you guys please follow him man um that's all i got you guys can find me everywhere there's the artist where he is a three please check out my youtube there's the artist i dropped a video a couple of days ago resident Evil Four. please check it out like comment yo yeah 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 yeah. hold up we gotta um definitely give a shout out i got something to say real quick a a few shout outs first of all all the content 
we're going to get better at organizing it and distributing it to you guys so check out all the content check out my guy darius's youtube check out super weapon youtube the people that's in our discord once the youtube drops friday the audio drops wednesday at 8 a.m and then we have the where you can see our lovely faces on the youtubes friday is going to drop on youtube yeah and then we will also post that in our discord which is going to be our central hub since a lot of the social sites are going uh, belly up, I feel like, and things are getting a little crazy. Spam is getting out of control. So we want you guys to join our central hub that will be in the Discord. I'm going to do better. I've actually been doing a lot better in the Discord. Uh, shout out to Lucky. She yelled at me yesterday because I need to be in our the our Lucky City RP um, Discord to learn a few things. So uh, just across the board, I'm really focusing on doing better in the Discord, interacting with you guys, making sure we're posting our contents. We're going to have YouTube shorts from Darius's channel and ours. So just support all the content that we have. And also one last thing, um, I know my, my streams are starting off. They're a little rough because I really don't have anything set up. I literally just jumped on stream like maybe three days ago and said, you know what? I'm just going to stream. Oh, man, you're doing great. Don't don't sell yourself short. Don't do that, man. You're no, because there's no, like, I mean, as far as the streaming go, I'm good. But, like, the technical aspect, like, I don't have nothing set up. No transitions, no nothing in OBS. So I uh -huh. literally just turn that shit on. <laughs> I, I create a title. <laughs> and then I pull out my phone. I'm, like, because I'm RPing, so I can't really talk to you guys until I, I figure out how to set up the the sound to differentiate yeah. so the sound won't play through the RP. So I'm RPing and I'm talking to people and like there's people in chat. So I'm like this. I got my phone. I'm at, like it's crazy because I can like control with one hand and I have my phone and I'm talking to people in the chat like this. You just need so to you just crazy. need to figure out how to in game mute. And that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna talk to you and BZ about that yeah. all probably today if you're or whenever. On keyboard and mouse is it's most likely just the key you press. But that's going to be yeah. it, guys. Thank you guys for hanging out for episode 148 of the Super Weapon Podcast. I appreciate you guys. Okay, I got him. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Brick asked a question. Oh, I yeah, I was going to answer it after. Yeah, I was going to answer it after. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. and that's going to be the end. Thank you guys for hanging out. This is going to be in the audio version. I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.